Hey, Joe, am I taller than usual or is this normally the height? I think I need to come down. Oh, there we go. I think we had JP in here and JP is not as tall as I am. That's a fact, Jack. I think I have your, uh, your camera a little bit down too. It's adjusted differently as well. That's about where it's supposed to be. Hey, good morning, Chris. Good morning, Ben. Lizzie. Yeah. Watch the Jets last night. And all the people, hey, we hate Taylor Swift and Travis Kills. Well, I think you had one more night of it. You had to. Yeah, watch they it had last to do it. They were again. in New York. It, I don't think it could be as big as that again until if there's a Super Bowl. Right. But the conspiracy theorist and theories that I saw on mm -hmm. TikTok over the weekend say it's a sham. Because mm -hmm. she's always admitted that her favorite team is the Eagles. The Chiefs beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. So she, all of a sudden, nobody knows who Travis Kelsey is outside of the football world. Now he has four national ads. Right. His Instagram followers massively uh -huh. shut up. Jersey then sales. The jersey sales. Yeah. And then he would skip three games this year. He skipped the first due to injury. Yeah. So that the Chiefs will not compete with the Eagles. For the Super Bowl. I think Kelsey and, bought the premium package <laughs> on the marketing. I'm just telling you, this is the conspiracy theory. Yep. Um, and because we all know everything is very awkward about how, oh, I met her two weeks ago. She's with mom in the booth. They're hugging, uh -huh. they're loving, they're uh -huh. kissing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is it really true love just found all of a sudden it's all natural? Anyway, so people are, you know, people are like, I don't want to listen to it, and it's fine. But just wait and see what the ratings were for last night. I promise you, I 100% promise you, the ratings were really high because of the Swift group. The, the, the NFL has embraced it because they've made it a, a soap opera. It is. Well, it is a soap opera. And it's the happy time right now. Mm-hmm. Right. The song, you know, might that she's going to write about their breakup is probably not started yet. Yes, Heather, my Mizzou Tigers, your Mizzou Tigers, uh, taking care of business. Um, they're 5-0. and oh. um, Their biggest stars out of the St. Louis, Missouri area, which is awesome, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Saturday morning, 11 o'clock, they play LSU, huge game. I'll be in Columbia, Missouri for that game. And happy birthday to Sylvia, Scott Walsh's wife. Hey, guys. Uh, living over, good morning, you subdivision, living over, medicated, worrying what <laughs> others beautiful think beautiful free people. That's such a good line. Isn't that the truth? People are over medicated. All of us are living in a subdivision. Ugh, and I even have a big yard, but I mean, yeah. Think about, think about who could be living next door to you, over medicated, Fruit Loop, that took the jab. That's what do you think they say about you, though? Oh, I'm sure. Well, they're if, not saying that. If any, I mean. <laughs> well, they're saying something. Yes, we had the dog catcher at our house because a new neighbor, we used to live backing up to 100 acres. And so we have a very big yard and we have a German shepherd that she's used to just running and running and running. And the old people from guess which state, California, doesn't like a German shepherd running along the fence line. 
I know people that live in California that like German Shepherds. Well, the ones that I've met. Your German Shepherd is allowed to run your fence line. She is. And the dog catcher came out and literally said that and, and pointed to him. That's who called on you. We told them we would come out, but you're not breaking any rules whatsoever. Yeah, they're new. And it's interesting because. Egg yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, we backed up to 100 some odd acres and we knew a subdivision was eventually going to be there. But one of them is great. He's a police officer that lives right behind us. So we can like, you know, we we jive. But the old, Leave old... Leave him a burning bag of poop. <laughs> you know, I really We're think... We're going he... streaking on their neighborhood. <laughs> I'm thinking about playing our radio by our pool real Ding loud. dong ditch. <laughs> we haven't done any of those things to them yet. Oh, and then Chris says, I don't like stupid people around my fence. Well, isn't that the truth? That's what I feel about these people behind us. Yeah. So, but that's okay. The dog catcher likes us and thinks we've actually spoiled our dogs. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, old people from California that moved to God's country. I'm sure they don't listen to the show. There's a lot of great people in California. There are. There are, including my family. I've got I've got an aunt. They who fight lives the there. good fight. Yeah, but there are more lunatics mm-hmm. <laughs> from that state, including Gavin Newsom. Yes, <clears throat> see you there, Heather. Time to rock and roll with Mizzou Saturday at eleven o'clock. It's... I bet you're counting down the moments. No, I'm really not. You're really not. No. I'm surprised. No, I have to miss my son's game Friday night. My other son's game, football game Friday night. But now you watch high school sports. I love high school sports. They have it. Um, they have all the football games on video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they sure do. You watch live. We go to the football games at our high school, and we haven't had a boy play football. They, they I mean, still play football at that high school? Yeah, and they actually won They used their to game. be decent. They used to be really great. They're really not that great, but at least it was a homecoming game on Friday, and they won. But, I mean, I don't think the competition was very steep. But, yeah, I, I like a good high school football game. And I only had one kid that played football. The rest are all girls. But I can't wait till she plays powder puff. I, we even we went to the powder puff game. Somebody got really hurt at the powder puff game. She got a concussion and all kinds of that. That can happen. Yeah. Let's see here. We are so super packed. We really are. There's so much. It's so true. On a Monday, so much happens over the weekend. So much. So much going on. If y'all haven't shared the show yet, it's a Monday morning and people might forget that you your ears need to hear good, common sense, conservative people that aren't so crazy in this world. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be conservative. No, it doesn't. Well, because Does we just tell the truth. No, when you tell the truth, it leans conservative for sure. But, you know, people will say, oh, my gosh, you guys are such a conservative, far right show. I'm like, actually, we're not. We're just telling the truth. And if the truth happens to be conservatism, then so be it. Or as I was told, our truth. Right. Yeah, our (laughs) truth. We don't have. That's the thing. If anybody says that about you and I, Vic, we don't have a truth. As Christians, there's only one truth and it isn't ours. Because God help us, if we lived in this world on Lizzie Sparks' truth, 
oh my gosh, we'd have candy apples and and you know Jamaican me happies and and there would be all kinds of different laws in this land that people might run from. But all right, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Happy October, October 2nd. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe in the house. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time. Of course, on our website, CancelThisShow.com. Check out our original content. Share it, like it, subscribe to our different platforms. Check out our website, which includes our merchandise. Um, CancelThisShow.com, CancelThisShow.com. That's how you watch. How do I watch? Cancelthishow.com. Pretty damn easy. How do I find out about merchandise? Cancelthishow.com. Front page. Click on the blue shop merchandise button. Pretty darn simple. Lots of things on there. I have a couple new shirts. Shirts, hats, cups, coffee mugs, coolies, you name it. We got it on there. Soon to have coffee on there as well. To cancel this brand through Crystal and Nick Bethina. I'm glad to uh, have them a part with this as well. So... When you get uh, to the website, you can check it out. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, when you order, you can have some cool merchandise. It also helps us out as well. By the way, if you know of advertisers, sponsors, any of those people that want to join us, they can jump in as well. Have them reach out and contact us as well. We're reaching out to people right now, taking calls from that standpoint. Okay, coming up on the show today, uh, Republicans can't get out of their own way. And I'm sorry, you can take sides. I'm not taking Matt Gates' side. I'm not taking Kevin McCarthy's side. They're now make Gates from the Freedom Caucus says he's going to um, institute a rule to try to get McCarthy removed. Um, then McCarthy comes out today and gives some information about how Matt Gates has been working with Democrats as well to try to give them subpoena power. It, it's insane. Uh, it, it, we look like fools on the Republican side. Fools. Absolute fools. And it, it's sad. Um, we'll talk about that. Um, as bad as that is, it's worse what Jamal Bowman did. Guy's an evil, evil man for what he did, pulling a fire alarm. And it's not the first time he's been involved in antics. Um, President Trump weighed, or former President Trump weighed in on that. We'll talk about that. We'll get into that as well. Okay, that's going on. Then, now you have the former Dianne Feinstein. Her seat has been filled. By Gavin Newsom. And if anybody wants to know what kind of a leader Gavin Newsom would ever be, you already see right now as governor, mm -hmm. it would only be worse as president. Uh, Ron DeSantis said something pretty damn stupid in my opinion, but hey, all opinions are welcome. And then we'll debate them <laughs> about President Trump. Um, it's more, I guess, desperate times call for desperate measures. And then you look like a desperate kind of, I, I, you know, not first place guy. Anyway, so that's going on. Bill Maher bringing up how important Missouri versus the White House, Missouri versus Biden is when it came to the whole COVID free speech being shut down. Um, we've got that going. What else do we have going on, Lizzie? Oh, my gosh. We have so much. Of, I don't want to talk. Um, about we had another Biden. Biden yes. pulled a, a Mitch McConnell. Mm -hmm. He did a Mitch McConnell. It's time's a ticking. Yeah, it's a ticking. So as you can McConnell. see, lots going on. We got our commercials. 
show your commercial break real quick. We'll come back. Anything else that I missed in regards to previewing or promoting the show? No, you did a good job. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is this, like two and a half minutes? Two, two and a half minutes tops. Back with our commercials as soon as... As we get done with those, we'll jump right into this and all of the craziness that's going on in our country right now. We're a live podcast. We love it when you guys are a part of it. Uh, jump in. Let us know what your thoughts are on canceltheshow.com. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or Find her online at experience-re.com. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. 
Hey guys, hope you had a good weekend. Vic Faust here, Lizzie Sparks, and Pro Joe in the house. Man, I, I kept hearing, I mean, on the weekends, I get away from politics. I do. I do too. Me too. A lot of football, kids, things like that. Uh, by the way, thanks for letting us know you guys jump in on the live portion of the show. I see Oregon, I see Michigan, I saw UK, I see Missouri, I see Illinois, I see Oklahoma. Uh, we broadcast live out of the St. Louis, Missouri area, but we are a nationally leaning show. A lot of listeners throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area as well. Missouri, we cover that. Of course, uh, we appreciate everybody jumping in with your opinions. Um, but yeah, I may have to do a day joke days. I, I, I just, I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I, I start reading these funny jokes and it makes me have dad jokes, of course, are the best. Yeah, a couple different people from Love Michigan them. jumping in. Um, I hate the Republican Party. God, they're awful. They're I'm sorry, I do. I hate them. They are. I hate them. Shame on you selfish mm-hmm. people. And I know somebody already said Uniparty. It's what Uniparty. Yeah. Um, but if you don't vote for Republicans and you have to vote for Democrats, and I haven't seen Democrats come to the table with anything that makes sense, at least for the life that I want to live or for my kids to grow up in, I, I, I'd love it if it could possibly happen. Um, Mizzou jumping in. Yes, they're off to a good start. 5-0, and ranked 21st in the country. We'll see. They'll continue to go higher and higher. We've got LSU, who lost a tough game this last weekend, who was considered a national title contender at the beginning of the year. They still have a lot of talent. So Mizzou, 11 o'clock, sold out Saturday. I love it because I played there. Sorry, not to get off track. Uh, the Republican Party, they're, they're a bunch of whiny, mm-hmm. bitchy, yeah, you didn't help me in my ethics committee situation. <laughs> Right. Matt Gates about Ugh. Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy didn't even have power then. McCarthy is maybe working backroom deals, not doing yes. what he should do. Um, you try to get the government. Here's the problem with government. Everybody goes, oh, well, the government shut down. Yeah, they always find a way to keep it going because if it doesn't, federal employees don't get paid. But guess who has to deal with this crap all the time? Military people. Yes. Uh, people who are serving our country, and they have to hear this and they're like, oh, my God. Are we not going to have checks? Are we not going to have money? And they're already not being paid well enough and living check to check in most cases. Are you kidding me? Give me a break. And then they'll go back. Well, we're going to shut the government down. Um, Too many times people in politics, they get lost in it. They even start to sound like a politician and they don't even get it. They can't come over into the normal side and talk normal with people because they still sound like a politician. It happens. That's how they all are. These politicians, the lobbyists, it happens over and over and over again. Uh, I'm sorry. There are people who think that Matt Gates is so great because he's holding Kevin McCarthy's feet to the fire. Really? Is he really that great? Well, he- really? He's working with Democrats. Do you know that he went to the Democrats and was offering them subpoena power? I mean, just because he hates Kevin McCarthy... I'm telling you, nobody is on your side 100%. Nope. They all say the right things, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And it frustrates me. And that's why I, was, I watched this crap go on all weekend. Okay, the government's in session until November 14th. Mm-hmm. Then we go through it all freaking again. Yeah. All again. You got to fund this. You got to fund that. Matt Gates, Kevin McCarthy, shame on you too. And Kevin McCarthy did an interview this morning on Fox News. And just said, I'm willing to, I've got nothing to hide. I'll show whatever. I'm accused of being a liberal lover. I'm accused of doing this and that. He's like, and and I put it out there. Matt Gates insists that I have to do this and I have to do that. And he doesn't know what he's doing. And then he's off working with Democrats. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm the one working with Democrats. He's like, who are the American people supposed to trust? And And I agree with him. Yes, yes. And they both have their own agenda. And they are both 
working behind the scenes with Democrats. I like very much so that Matt Gates is showing the uniparty. But here's the thing. Even if what he's doing right now to Kevin McCarthy, and he doesn't like all the money that Kevin McCarthy is still wanting to give to Ukraine, what he's doing- That's the other side. Right. And what he's still doing, though, isn't going to produce anything. And that's the problem. And I agree with what Matt Skate is saying, but is anything going to come of it? No. That's the thing. Right. No, it's not. It's not. But I'm sorry- Gates was not elected Speaker of the House. Correct. He's butthurt about it. He's pissed off and acting like a little child. That's why I have zero respect for Matt Gates because unfortunately there's a process and you have to go through processes in life just like we teach our kids. He's acting like a spoiled little brat who acts like he's got Americans' best interest at heart. And I hope he does, but when you start to go work with Democrats, mm-hmm. uh-uh, done with mm-hmm. you, Gates. I'm done. Done with you. People don't realize that. And though. not that I was, it, it's because people want to hear what they want to hear. We all people do. seek out information that validates their opinions. Mm-hmm. There, are very, there are less people who will look at everything. I'm not backing McCarthy and I'm not backing Gates. It's, it's bad for both. And uh, it, it just, shame on them for doing this when it goes to a situation where you have innocent men and women who are sitting there on the edges of their seats going, wait a second, or what, is this going to shut down for a day or two or what's going to happen? Are we going to get paid or not? Um, this is why people want to watch Taylor Swift and Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively at the Chiefs game last night. It's an escape from all of the crap that's going on. Um, and yes, what other country has their taxpayers sending money to support other countries? It's ridiculous. It's the United States in Ukraine. And I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) that's Nikki Haley's problem supporting it. Mike Pence, um, Kevin McCarthy having to do it to get a deal done. But this is the problem. So is Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's back in the Ukraine money. Because you have to give a little to get a little when it comes to politics. You're never going to get everything you want. Mm -hmm. That's what's sad. It is sad. Um, do I wish that it wasn't happening for Ukraine? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I also know it's a bunch of sellouts and I know, oh yeah, there you go, Rob. I'm right with you from that standpoint. And I also know how the world works and it's not going to be changing anytime soon. It's just not. It isn't. And most people do not even understand that. Me included, all of the behind the scenes things that have to happen and all the compromises because us people that want to call ourselves true conservative, we can see very clearly what's going to make the country better. But even the most, quote, conservative, right-wing politician has to make concessions and it's just so infuriating. It's called politics. It is called politics. You have to make concessions. I hate it, but there's rules. It's called life. There's a lot of things in life that we don't like, but there are certain rules that you play by. You have to. You do. If you don't, you lose. You're left behind. And that's what's happening. Um, For as many problems as the Democratic Party has, um, they're still more united. They're still more together than the Republican Party is. Um, And if anybody ever wants, I mean, yes, Kevin McCarthy, you can go up and down and all around. He was elected speaker. Obviously, it took a landmark vote, uh, multiple, 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 multiple votes to get him in. And there's been animosity between, and even this is the problem, egos and pride, as I always talk about, egos and pride. Yeah. Egos and pride. Um, because when Matt Gates was going through his ethics committee uh, investigation, he's 
uh, allegedly, according to McCarthy, he said that he was pissed at Kevin in private door meetings because mm-hmm. Kevin wasn't taking care of him or didn't have his back. And then Gates has been pissed about it. And then instead of worrying about the American who is out there, the American taxpayer, they're letting their little side deals and animosity get in way of taking care of everybody else. And what does it do in the end? It adds to the idea that there's a uniparty, that there's not a party you can totally trust. And then they all go down the drain. Robert says, I disagree. No rules, only when it benefits libs. Probably, but guess what, Robert? It's not going to change. You know that, and I know that. Once again, Robert, it will not change. You know that, and I know that. Gosh, I It's hate never that. going to change. So you have to do what you can do, or you don't get involved at all. And you have to get involved, because if you don't, somebody's going to be running for those open political positions to make decisions. That's a problem. Yeah, we're in big trouble. And I'm sorry, if you think Matt Gates has handled things in a, in a really good way, I, I, I 100% disagree with you. Let me see, because there was a whole list of things laid out by Kevin McCarthy this morning that I went, oh, crap, damn, that sucks. I want Gates, I want the Freedom Caucus to do well. Me too. But they're not showing well. They're just not. Right. Um, and that's a bummer because I do think that the Freedom Caucus needs to be there because they're the only ones, a little handful of people that are giving, but I'm going to say this now and I hope it doesn't piss people off. They're just giving the illusion of doing stuff for us that are the Make America Great generation, so to speak. But in the end... They're just butting heads and butting heads and getting nowhere. Well, more Democrats help keep the government alive than Republicans. Yeah, those damn Democrats. I'm sorry. That is a positive for independents when they see that, that Democrats help keep this government going, not Republicans. Republicans have to ask themselves, is it better that the government stops to try to get more? Maybe. It's an opinion. Um, Robert says, I'm not a fan of Gates. Policies on most things. Not this speaker challenge either. Um, Jill says, guys, I'm torn on this Gates McCarthy thing. Yeah, you should be. Mm-hmm. You should be. Yeah. It goes both ways. It you does. should be. I understand being And Republicans torn. get the short end of the stick again, especially when you're yeah. already fighting an uphill battle mm-hmm. and Democrats get the praise because they kept the government open at least for 45 days till November, what, 14th or 15th? Correct. Um, okay. That's what happens. Yeah. Now... This is what really pisses me off. As much as that does, mm-hmm. this Jamal Brown guy. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to call him evil because only evil. evil you by the actions and mm-hmm. with no remorse. And he lied. You make mistakes in life. Just apologize. Move on. There's people who will try to keep coming after you and keep coming after you. But if you've apologized and you tried to move on, it's not on you anymore. It's on them. Mm-hmm. This is Jamal Brown. Jamal Brown is a Democrat who pulled a fire alarm before a vote was supposed to take place, Mm -hmm. literally pulled a fire alarm. I saw a picture right before we were coming into studio Mm -hmm. today. Joe, are you going to show Jamal Brown? Jamal Brown. (laughs) Joe's going to get, I didn't mean to wake you up. There's Jamal (laughs) Brown. I have a lot to say about Jamal Brown. Well, Jamal pulled a fire alarm. Yes, he did. And he did it moments before a vote was to take place on keeping the government open. Literally, there's a picture of it. When Capitol Police came, instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry, you know, he lawyered up. 
Yeah, he did. He refused to talk to Capitol Police. This is the epitome of an evil Democrat right there. That's what an evil Democrat looks like. I'm sorry. It's a fact. You were evil if, see, I'm not going to associate the word evil without giving you context. You are evil if you intentionally try to hurt the American people. You are evil if you intentionally try to take money out of military men and women's pockets and defeat a funding bill. You are evil if you pull a fire alarm and go down. This is a former this is a former principal, a school principal mm-hmm. who knows all about fire alarms. Yes, he does. You are evil if you had this experience and you do it and then you lie immediately after and say, "Oh, well, I was locked out. I didn't know how to get in." <laughs> to a place where he had gone several times. Joe, way to go, buddy. There's the picture of him. Yes, look at it. That's, that's pulling the fire alarm. Uh-huh. Um and what he wanted was Schumer, Chuck Schumer, was fast trying to put together, he wanted to vote on Schumer's bill, not McCarthy's. So they pull this. If you didn't know, this is actually an illegal act. Yes. This, this is what Democrats will do. There is, Kevin McCarthy did say today that there will be an investigation into this. What happens? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't care. I just, we try to put, make sure you understand Who's doing what, why they're doing what they're doing, and that you understand. So if anybody supports this guy, there you go. Jason says this guy has a history of being a shit disturber. Yeah. Yes, yes, he, he does. He's a BLM supporter, and that's all you need to know. Well, and he, and who knows? I bet he's other for people violence. knew he was going to do that. He's going to get by with it. If any Republican did that, any Republican did that, they would J6 their ass. Well, of course. We already know there's a double standard. There, there is. And there's another double standard, which, which it goes to all the social things. White liberals are insufferable, and they have this white guilt thing. So the fact that he's black, and I'm going to say it, nothing, nothing is going to happen to him. Mm. But if you're a white Republican, you'd already be in jail. Well, here's what President Trump, the former president, had to say about Jamal Brown. And I found this interesting, too, especially when you consider a man who has been um, thrown all over the place and had a bunch of crap thrown against the wall trying to stick on him. I mean, you look at this here. Joe, you can show it, Joe. Um, here's what Trump said. Will Congressman Jamal Brown be prosecuted and imprisoned for very dangerously pulling and setting off the main fire alarm system in order to stop a congressional vote that was going on in D.C.? His egregious act is covered on tape. We just showed you the picture. A horrible display of nerve and criminality. Mm-hmm. It was a very dangerous obstruction of an official proceeding. The same is used against our J6 prisoners. Actually, his act may have been worse. And in all caps, Trump says he must suffer their same fate. When will his trial begin? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm glad Donald Trump put that out there. Will the media cover it? No, they're not going to cover it. Will we cover it? Yes, which is why we'll continue to do what we need to do on cancel this, which is why we want to become as big as we possibly can, which is why we need the funding to do that, which is why we need partners to do that, because we're not afraid to go out and tell the stories that need to be told and bring the attention to the American people. Uh, some people may think it's not a big deal. I do think it's a big deal because it shows you what's going on in D.C. and it shows you also what Democrats will do, the depths that they'll go to. Now, here's the second part of this. The thing that sucks about it is 
as Republicans, as much as you possibly can, you have to try to take the high road while fighting as hard as you possibly can. Because if you ever fight the fire with fire like they do, and there's media attention, Mm -hmm. you will get crushed from a media standpoint. Correct. Unless there's enough media out there trying to help you. So yes, you have to play you have to play by the rules. That doesn't mean you can't stop fighting, mm-hmm. but these are the kind of things that need to be brought to light. People like Jamal, but there's people who voted for Jamal Brown. And there's people that I think would probably be proud of him for what he did. Of course there is. There's which a is lot a of sad state of affairs in this country. But that doesn't mean they're right. And it doesn't mean you have to like the fact that they support him. It just means that we need to talk about it and bring the attention to light. Um I don't know. Robbie says, that's why I love Cancel This. It's the best show on air. Robbie, thank you. We think we do some um, pretty good things over here too as well. Um, Paul says, let's also put this in perspective. We have children that activate these pull alarms mm-hmm. at the elementary schools. They do. And this guy was a principal on top of it. Right. And right. he still had the call to do that. Yes. You know yes. what it is? And he's a BLM supporter. It's uh-huh. that whole entitled mentality. Yes. We deserve this. We deserve that because we should get this and we should get that. That's what this Jamal Brown guy is. Yes. Um, shame on him. Mm-hmm. I think I just switched him as my arch enemy number one over Chris Cuomo. I can see that. I can <laughs> Maybe see we that. need to change the celebrity death match. Yeah. To Jamal Brown. Yeah, he's the, he's the worst. And I know <laughs> that when I owned the schools that I had, I would have a little kid that would pull I'll beat the him alarm, with a book. And the firefighters didn't find it funny. They would say, little Johnny, don't pull no, that again fine. and get in trouble. I mean, that's wasting time and taxpayer money. But you're right. He is so entitled. He's got the ultimate privilege. And it is Democrat, black privilege. It's awful. And he can do whatever he wants to. Nothing is going to happen to Jamal. Nothing. How insufferable. I'm sure there's people in our inner cities all over the place have way, good way to go, Jamal, on their front yards right next to their BLM Todd says size. he's mad because student loan payments start today. Uh-huh. Uh, Kevin says, can you imagine if Trump pulled the fire alarm? And, oh, my gosh. And like I said, I, I go around, I read things, I see on the internet, I'll see things on television. The talk is about Gates and McCarthy. If Gates is going to file a motion to vacate against McCarthy this week so that he won't have his position as Speaker of the House, and it even leaves the party in more peril, and it leaves them um, susceptible to all kinds of things. When you didn't get the margin that you were supposed to get last year, now you're going to be dealing with this. And people are talking about Bowman. We will, and we're going to make sure that we could to see what's going on. Patty says a Republican should pull the alarm by mistake to see what happens. Uh-huh. Um, 100%. I agree. I hope somebody Now does. that it's been done. Yes. Let's, yeah. But if you do, do it, it, then it, who? I, it's almost like I don't care what the media narrative is. You just have to understand and how you're going to respond to it. Yes, but that wouldn't that be great? Why don't Matt Gates go over there and pull the alarm? If, <laughs> I mean, if he wants to make a difference with McCarthy, go walk his ass over there, pull it, and then see what happens. Uh, I says, challenge Gates. To uh, do that. Leslie says, unfortunately, Capitol Police loyal to the Dems. That's right, Les. Um, yeah, but if you did, there nothing could be done to a Republican until this investigation is complete. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same point in time, here's the other problem. If Matt Gates files a motion to vacate against McCarthy, guess what else happens? That ends any impeachment inquiry that has begun as well. It's over. You have to understand 
A connects to B, B connects to C, and C to D. And Gates knows that, which is why it puts mm-hmm. the party in, in in peril just for a little bit. Now, while all this is going on, Trump's still dominating mm-hmm. when it comes to all the ratings. All yes. the talk now is pretty much on the Democratic side. Yes. Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? And it's interesting when I look at it because all of a sudden, here's Gavin Newsom getting all kinds of attention. Mm-hmm. All kinds of attention. But before I got to that, I did have to, I, I, I guess since we were talking Republicans, I have to put it in. And I know that there's an election that's going to be coming up, you know, in a year. <laughs> Ron DeSantis, will you please understand you're allowed to say whatever you want, but will you please understand that when you do say what you want, mm. think about who you're saying it about. Correct. Ron DeSantis legitimately, and this had to come, this had to come from a, cons- I'm just going to say it's a consultant who told Ron to say this because I like him, mm-hmm. but he continues to step on his foot. He continues to kick his own self in the ass. He literally came up publicly and said, well, I don't think Donald Trump can win an election, meaning a presidential election. And he said it publicly. Yeah. Um, the first thing that came to mind was like, okay, this coming from somebody who's over 40 points behind Donald Trump. Correct, correct. So do you realize, Ron, that if you honestly believe that Donald Trump can't win an election, what do you think you're going to do? <laughs> you're 40 points behind him. Do you not understand what you just said, Ron? Ah. Uh. It, it's just he basically, and this is coming off a pretty good debate. Yes, he I th- he won for the second place. Yeah, for second place. Yeah, I mean he, for all, for the also rant. It. You know, it's you know it's it's like winning king of the dipshits. It is. It I is, mean, it it's I'm not trying dipshits. to be mean, but you're right. Congratulations, Ron. You are king of the dipshits. Oh. And then you come out with a quote like that. Why? Why? And he basically called him a loser. I mean, you could call Donald Trump all kinds of things. And, you know, we have a few people on our chat line and I was with some parents over the weekend that literally were saying they cannot vote for Trump. And they're, and, and, but at least it was valid. And it was, who are that? Whoa, 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 whoa. I know. Can you believe that? that? Did you, is your blood boiling? Because I, well, well, I don't agree with them, but their reasoning is basically, again, that he gave Frouchy too much time and they can't forgive him. Now, I think- do your friends live under a rock? They do live under a rock. And I said that to them. And I'm like, so you literally Let's are Let's call not, them up. Yeah, I, I, we should. I, so you literally are not going to vote for Trump. Who are you going to vote for then? And they're like, well, either DeSantis or RFK. I said, they're both great choices. However, they're not going to win. They're not going to win. And and DeSantis is not going to be the VP because you can't call Donald Trump a loser and then be his VP. I think he actually came up publicly and said he didn't want to be it either. So, I mean, you're right. King of the dipshits. And I, and I said that to my to my friend. I was like, I get your anger, but grudge holding gets you nowhere. Who are you going to pick? DeSantis? He's not going to win. Who are you going to pick? RFK? I love RFK. But I said he went independent and I appreciate that. But I said neither one of them can win. They can't. Now, I do think RFK going independent was genius because it's going to take more votes away from the Democrats, yeah, not we were, the Republicans. We're going to get into that, too. It's it's very interesting. I just was bummed, very, very bummed to hear DeSantis. DeSantis. Yes. It just, you ne- the one thing you never want to do 
you don't want to go after Trump. You just can't unless there's something there right now. The timing is not right to go after Trump. Now, right. Trump's dealing with a, a massive, massive situation with this judge trying to- That's true, the judge. Have him sued for wow. $250 million to mm -hmm. take all of his money away. But Democrats and independents read that and think that Trump's really not even going to have a chance to run for, for president. I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. I, I was told that. But you have DeSantis doing that. Ron, zip it, lock it, put it in your pocket. <laughs> put it in your pocket, Ron. Just go, hey, he's a good man. Yeah, you, you catch more, as my grandmother used to say, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar, especially... When you're in a situation like you are, you've already tried to attack the Don. What happened? Mm -hmm. you, you distanced yourself the wrong way. Don't go after, don't play the mean politics with Donald Trump. It's a bad idea every single time. You're, you're like the young kid, like, come here, dad. You know, dad, you know, you're starting to get a little older. You're starting to get, you know, maybe into your teen years, you're, starting to produce some testosterone and you think you can take dad. That's mm -hmm. like little Ronnie. Yeah. Little Ronnie. And dad has to say, come over here and sit him down on his little knee mm -hmm. and like talk to little Ronnie. Mm -hmm. Ronnie, listen, there'll be a day for you. Maybe there will be. Well, there will be a day for maybe, you, but now maybe not. But Ronnie, let me tell you something. Put, put, he pats him on his shoulder, says, yeah. Ronnie, <laughs> I, 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 I basically taught you everything, you know, Yes, cause he Ronnie. has, you know, I've saved you from a lot of trouble, which yes. he did. Ron has a political career because of Donald Trump. Yes. yes. Ronnie, it's good to have confidence, but understand when to yeah. have your confidence, when to keep your mouth shut. Yes. To know when to say something and to know when to walk away. You know? Yeah. Know when to run. Now you Rogers. need to answer him in um, a whiny voice. And, Don. <laughs> and then Ron's like, oh, no, 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 no. I can do it. And Don's like, listen. I will always have dad strength. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things. Dad, you've got dad strength. Dad strength. Don dad has, strength is The real. Donald has dad strength. Yes. And yes. Just be quiet. Now you're grounded. Go to your room. Yes, yes. I'll let you know when you can come back out. That's exactly right. You've got time, Ronnie. You've got And Ronnie, time. just remember, who's your daddy? Mm -hmm. I'm Daddy Trump. I'm Daddy Don. And if you keep opening your mouth, that... Grounding's going to continue. Yeah, he's going to get grounded. Mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway, just be, be quiet, Ron. Ron's sowing his oats like a little kid. You know, you just, and we like Ron. We do. We do. Mm -hmm. But the Don is the Don for a reason. Okay. Correct. So that's the DeSantis deal. What I found super, <laughs> Trump, the last of the Mohicans. Boom. From Kevin, from Kevin Joseph. RFK, you brought it up. I did. Now a super PAC supporting RFK, mm -hmm. Robert Kennedy, they've begun polling his support as an independent. It's interesting. It's it, it's a very serious, a strong indication, it really is, mm -hmm. that um, he's going to announce a party switch. And yeah. if I was RFK and yep. I was serious about doing this, hell yes, I would do this. Yes, he should. Because we already know the Democrats have locked you out. They won't let you debate with any other Democrats. Yes, you're not allowed to debate with Biden. Nope. They won't give you a shot. Uh, the DNC won't give you a shot. You've called out too many people. Um, you're not approved by the Obamas. You're not. A, the Bidens don't have any idea what's going on. And the DNC does not back you. 
But it is interesting because allegedly the pack is finding out information that he would be able to make a dent, not win, but make a dent in a presidential election. Mm -hmm. I think he could. I still don't think Biden's running. I'm going to stay with that. Mm -hmm. What would happen if RFK runs as an independent? Because I think that that would hurt Donald Trump more. And see, I then don't. Then it would. You any do? Other, yes. Yeah. See, I think it hurts the Democrats. Because I talk to a lot. Well, yeah, it could do. I mean, it would hurt them both. But man, I there is a group of people, your friends included, Lizzie. That is true. I have friends that would probably vote for RFK over but Trump don't just think because for of the a, vaccine thing. But don't think for a second that RFK is not a hardcore Democrat. He is. I think and he hurts the Democrats. look at his Democrats. policies. He, he's not lost like Biden. Mm-hmm. And he's not way, 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 way progressive left, but he is left. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I can see both points of view there. I really can. But I really do think that he hurts the Democrats more. I really do. Because they have zero good candidates. We actually have several good candidates. We really do. I mean, we've got, you know, Trump and DeSantis. They have no one. Who in their right mind, other than they're looking at Gavin Newsom, that he's kind of a good looking guy, look what he did to California. So if you're pissed off that Trump talked to California, you would really be pissed off at Newsom. I mean, he's going to have a noose around your neck is what he's going to do. He's going to have you all jabbed up and and masked all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) This pack that RFK has, they put together a poll. And what's interesting, I thought, when they look at what could possibly happen as an independent, the poll is saying that they would pull more support away from Donald Trump, as I thought, Lizzie, Mm -hmm. than Joe Biden, according to their research well, very very interesting and the re- they also shows that in a general election mm-hmm. between the three mm-hmm. that the result would be like uh that trump would be at 40 percent, biden at 38 percent, and the independent candidate at 17 percent mm-hmm. in a matchup between those three mm-hmm. yeah. that's just and so when they saw that they're like that's the next step is RFK runs as an independent. Right. And I, I totally see this happening. Well, and you know what? I remember back in the day, I voted for Ross Perot and people were chastising me and saying, you're taking votes away from Bush. And my opinion, even back then, that Bush and Clinton were the same person. They were the same. Trump and Biden are not the same. So this candidate coming in the middle, people are more open-minded now as far as picking a candidate that isn't just right and left because right and left, everyone now knows, everyone, even our unenlightened know it's just a uniparty and they don't like right or left. So, I mean, if you voted for RFK, it's not the same thing as hurting Bush over... Well, his pack, the pack is called American Values 2024. I like the name. Yeah. That's an RFK pack. Yeah, I like it. It's not a Donald Trump pack. Yeah. Um, It's very interesting, too, when you break this down, because Eric Clapton, Mm -hmm. a lot of younger people know Eric, legendary musician, earlier this month, he had a concert that raised more than $2 million, and it was split between the campaign going to RFK. It just shows that the PAC says that they're they're finding mm-hmm. an interest. They're finding yeah. money, which is what you have to have. If there's a an energy 
if there's money coming in, then there's going to be an independent candidate. Mm -hmm. Because if there's money to be made, the lobbyists will push it. And if they have a shot to disrupt the election, they certainly will. Correct. And I think if you're on the right side of things and you're a huge gun supporter, you don't want RFK. You, you don't want him. But I said, there's there's other people that are like, yeah, I still think he would change his stance on that. It could get really interesting in the next year. Really interesting, <laughs> to say the least. And it's not like I don't like RFK. I, I do like him. I would certainly vote for him over any Democrat any day of the week. But I just don't think he can win. I don't think he can win. I don't think he can win either, but he could certainly make a difference. Yeah, he could. He could. And and I like in one way that America is is seeing that the right and the left are the uniparty and we've got to think of something different. There's got to be something different. Cuz look look at Gates as we were talking before, McCarthy fighting and fighting and fighting. So, I mean, this may be a different thing. I, it'll be really great to see. I know Mary, who's on the chat line, she from day one mm. called that out. She called what out? That RFK would be a good candidate and she really likes him. And so that's when I looked into it. And, you know, like she's saying right here on the channel, all things are possible. It, it, it could be, this is going to be quite interesting. Well, there was a lot of talk over the weekend too, when it came from the political standpoint, when it came to Gavin Newsom, of course, Diane Feinstein mm -hmm. uh, passed away last week. So yes. Who was going to replace her? <clears throat> was it going to be Meghan Markle, who we had on our thumbnail today? The, the fact that her name even came up and that Gavin Newsom said he was, quote, considering her. He said that. Or Oprah. Are you kidding me? Give me a break with that. Actors with zero political history. Um, that's why I was joking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. But at the same point in time, Meghan Markle, really? You're an actress? Then you marry a prince. <laughs> and But she is saying she wants to have one of these positions. Meghan Markle. Oh. Um, I loved Suits. I didn't think she was that great in Suits. I didn't watch um, Suits. Attractive woman. She's very pretty. Um, There's no doubt about that. She. I mean, she's a gorgeous <clears throat> woman. But I mean, the only people that are going to vote that would want her anywhere in our politics is probably our millennials and maybe, maybe but Gen don't Z's. don't sleep on her. She may show up somewhere. I, I I bet she does show up somewhere. I could see Oprah showing up somewhere. Now Oprah, that that's all your mental health gurus that like her that they don't really get how evil she is and all the darkness she brings. Meghan Markle is just somebody that maybe a Gen Z person would vote for. But it was interesting that she uh, that her name was brought up. I, it sure was. Uh, in the meantime. Late last night, Gavin Newsom replaced Dianne Feinstein with somebody who was even more far left and progressive than Dianne Feinstein, if you can believe that. Um, LaFonza Butler is the president of Emily's List, and she is a... I sent you a picture um, this morning after we talked. Yeah, there she is, bud. Love That's LaFonza Butler. She's the president of Emily's List, a hardcore abortion activist is who this woman is mm -hmm. uh reparations um is a big thing for her too blm movement is a big thing for her and this is who gavin newsom replaced the position with so i say that just to remind everybody if you're wondering what kind of politician gavin newsom is what kind of decisions gavin newsom would make there you go, right there. Mm. That's who Gavin Newsom is. Now, Absolutely. is he supposed to replace 
Dianne Feinstein with a Republican? No, he's not. But you have to make sure that you understand who Newsom is. Mm -hmm. And this is a very well-known person as an activist. And this was a very media, media media-heavy story that was all over the country that was going on. And this is where he went with this. Now, also, it's not a governor position. Um, This person is going to be in D.C. having votes, and she has zero political experience. She runs an activist group. She's an activist. Mm -hmm. And then you see that's who Gavin Newsom chose. Correct. Correct. And then Fox News is giving him all kinds of attention at a debate with Ron DeSantis that Sean Hannity looked like he was his best friend when they were interviewing, Mm -hmm. is going to debate because there's a push. Everybody wants to push anybody but Trump, even the media. You've got to be kidding me. Aaron calls it easy diversity, inclusion, and equity. That's exactly why. But it's DEI, but he calls it die. Well, but it makes you (laughs) feel like you're going to die. So I get that one. That's exactly what it was, because they took an old white lady and put a young black lady all to promote their social justice agenda. That's clear. I mean, it's so clear, Isabel. Um, it, it's it's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see who's doing what. Don't get lost in the shuffle. Keep the scorecard, as I always say. It's not, uh, it, it's not surprising to see these kind of things that are happening. That's who Gavin Newsom is. Um, we all know who Joe Biden is. Yeah, we do. And um, (laughs) the deal with Joe Biden is this. We all know he's lost and there's no way in hell he's running. I know I keep saying it. There's no way in hell he's running. There's no way in hell he's running. There's no way in hell he's running. Um, He's also continuing, and I don't understand this. He's continuing to say mega Republicans, not MAGA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that dude wow he's like oh, these mega republicans i was like who are the mega, who, are, mega. who are mega republicans are they are they big republicans yeah, we're big we're huge are there a lot of huge. them mm-hmm. he, he's been calling them mega mm-hmm. republicans yeah <laughs> <laughs> um the other situation with him is we all know he's scary and we know that he he's not around and he doesn't know what's going on. Um, he had a Mitch McConnell moment. Yes. This is not good. Um, it's, as I say, par for the course. Um, just listen to Joe Biden. As he's talking, he literally just loses it. Here's Joe Biden. I hope this experience for the speaker has been one of a personal revelation. I'm not being facetious. I, uh, um, anyway. Yeah, look, watch this one more time. I hope this experience for the speaker has been one of a personal revelation. I'm not being facetious. I, uh, um, anyway. 
What do you say about that? Nothing. I'm just shaking my head, looking at the camera like, It's like, and it's so obvious that they're pushing this guy out there and it's total elder abuse and he can't even speak, you know, and we don't really have term limits. I do think they will be getting him out when we don't know exactly, but they'll be getting him out, but they can't even prop him up anymore. It's going to be soon because it is going to be soon. That's pretty extreme. They they can't hide. I mean, they can't attempt to try and ignore it or hide it for too much longer. Correct. It's going to happen soon. The scary thing of it is, is we'll have Cammy Harris, which isn't any better at all. I mean, that's the state of our country these days. It's embarrassing. We look like a banana republic. It is ridiculous. And we don't hear really many Republicans actually thinking this is a really big deal because it's such a big uniparty. And there's just so much lobbyist money and it's a disgrace the whole thing is a disgrace it's not it's not going in a good direction no it isn't um but once again when will americans demand action democrats refuse to demand action because if they demand that biden be stepped down or if they demand that the people who they voted into congress do something Mm -hmm. um then it's like well what's the alternative What's the alternative right now if Biden's not there? Right. Cammy. Well, or the a Republican. Right. Trump. Trump. They don't want Trump. <laughs> Americans would rather bite their own hand off. Yes. Yes. Than keep two hands and deal with something that they don't. They just, that's the pride and the ego. Yes. That America has more so than any other country in the world. I agree. And I don't get it. it's another reason why we're failing. Yes. And it's all just a charade. Everything looks good. Um, we know that it's not, but we just we just still can't accept the fact that things are changing in this country. And they are. And they're changing fast. Very fast. But things have been so good. It's so hard mm-hmm. to accept. No way. And then you see Biden, of course, being Biden on a daily basis and Democrats refusing to say anything to try to. But most people don't know. Because networks won't show you these clips. Correct. We show you the clips. We put it out there. That's what we try to do on a daily basis. That's why I got angry last week at conservatives because conservatives talk a big game, but they refuse to support shows like ours financially. They just don't. Right, right. They don't they don't want to We want to go buy better houses and better cars and it just that's what it gets frustrating to me. It's like you talk it, but are you living it? Liberals and Democrats they are live put, putting money out mm-hmm. and putting money out for shows like ours with less popularity just so they can get a message out. Correct. Try to influence one person, a second person, whatever they can. Um, you, you don't hear it because... <sighs> I do. I envy the Democrats that way because they're very evil, but they're like glue. They literally stick together. They are just, you know, shameless about how they can support that somebody that's awful. I love the conservatives because they have a brain, but the pride factor has gotten away. They will bite, like you said, they will bite the hand that feeds them just because they don't like Trump, because Look at Gates. this or that. Look at Gates. Yes. Look at McCarthy. Yeah. 
it's just another example it is. of what's it is. happening. Joe, I just sent you a, a video if you want to check that out. And it's interesting because of the timing. Glenn from our Facebook line, by this way, way this is Cancel This. CancelThisShow.com live Monday through Fridays, 8 to 10 a.m. Central. But you can catch our information all the time on our website, CancelThisShow.com. You can check out our complete library of stories, of content, um, our original content that we have here. You can like, subscribe, you can share it, you can send us stars on Facebook. That helps support us as well. What's interesting is Bill Maher has also, and, and he does not consider himself to be a Republican. He just hates what the Democrats have done when it came to the COVID situation. And we'll talk a little bit more later. He actually referenced uh, the Missouri versus Biden case when it came to free speech during mm -hmm. COVID. But listen to his monologue on Joe Biden, how times have changed just in the last four years. New rule, someone has to convince President Biden that if he runs again, he's going to turn the country back over to Trump and go, <laughs> and go down in history as Ruth Bader Biden. The person who doesn't know when to quit and so does great damage to their party and their country. All of us who like Joe Biden have been struggling lately with the political situation in the Democratic Party. An incumbent we admire who acquitted himself well in a first term, but who even members of his own party don't want to see run for a second, despite a touching letter of recommendation from Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. <laughs> I kid, they shouldn't have gotten shit for that. If you ask me, do I think Joe Biden can do the job of president? My answer is an unequivocal, yes, he can do the job. Do I love everything? No, but that's every president. But government work is done in small, quiet rooms like the Oval Office. And in that setting, Joe's compassion and centuries of experience <laughs> are pluses. And he's generally made good decisions that got us out of Afghanistan, handled Ukraine, kept oh the economy gosh. chugging, finally got us rebuilding infrastructure, returned he's to sense of normalcy. Yeah. There's a term for Joe Biden, but not two. <laughs> because while he can do the job, what he can't do is run for it. Our campaign season is long, and it gets icy in New Hampshire. <laughs> to those who say he beat Trump once, he'll do it again, I say things change. They always do. The parade moves on. 2024 is not 2020 in so many key ways, including, yes, Biden being four years older. You can be a national treasure and still be too old for the job. If I'm on a plane and the pilot says, this is your captain, Buzz Aldrin, I'm getting off. Mitch McConnell has served Satan well. But when he starts buffering during a speech, <laughs> and, and it appears his soul is leaving his body, <laughs> it's time. 
<laughs> I have made it a theme on this show to rail against ageism, the last acceptable prejudice in America. I've tried to make the argument that judging by age is wrong because we all age so differently. Some people are old when they're 45 and others are spry at 90. So it should always be a case-by-case -case basis. But the credibility of my argument against ageism rests on the honest calling out of people when it is time to go. That's what case-by-case -case means. At an event last weekend, Biden referred to LL Cool J as LL J Cool J. <laughs> Say what you want about Trump, but he remembers Kanye's name. Look, at some point, perception becomes reality. What matters is voters think Biden's too old. What matters is he's gonna lose to Trump, who's almost the same age, but his age just doesn't read like Biden's. Maybe it's because Trump is insane. Maybe it's because he's always a ball of white hot anger, but for whatever reason, he looks robust and Joe looks like his own skeletal remains. <laughs> If, if, if this was 1860, when Joe first ran, this, <laughs> this would not be an issue. You didn't have to look good, and there was no ubiquitous media to pick on every little mistake. The only people who saw the Lincoln-Douglas debates were the people who went to them. But Joe's debates next year will be televised to all, and I don't think he's gonna look good. Yes, Trump is old too, but Trump is like Kiss. He puts on the face paint in the wig. <laughs> and he looks the same as he did in 1978. <laughs> Far from being the only one who could beat Trump in 2024, Biden may well be the only Democrat who would lose to him. James Carville told me any centrist Democrat around 50 or 60 would get 55% of the vote, and I believe him. You know that future headlines bit we do? Well, the most predictable headline ever is presidential race tied. Two weeks before every election, it's always tied, no matter who is running. The vast majority just vote for the D or the R. But Biden is the one Democrat who gives pause to so many people, even in his own party. Andrew Sullivan makes the necessary point that a new nominee for the Democrats would shift the dynamic immediately. Trump would be the tired, old guy retread hanging on to the past, and the Democrat would now be the future. Let the Republicans be the party with the candidate who babbles nonsense, shouts at the TV, and can't do ramps. Joe, you did noble service for your country, and you checked that big box, the President of the United States. Of course, as a politician, you're naturally going to say, but the work is not finished. Of course not. It never is. But it's time to let someone else finish it. You don't want to go down as Ruth Bader Biden. All right, there we go. America is called... But, okay, listen, I'm not a huge fan of Bill Maher. I think he's a, a talented guy. I think he's got good writers. Um, he has definitely come a lot more to the center because of Democrats going so far to the left in recent years. And he is, it, it, he's a prickly guy, but he damn. my stomach hurt. But, but, <laughs> but 
that is a damaging thing to Joe Biden. And it only adds more credence to what I've been saying since May or June, that Joe Biden will not be running Mm -hmm. for president of the United States. Correct. There's no way in hell, which is why you're starting to see movement in some other areas to bring in somebody else to make decisions because Joe Biden just can't do it. And it's a day after day after day after day after day thing with Joe Biden. It is. It's day after day. And and I get what he's saying. And they don't want any more situation to come of payments from China. Mm-hmm. He and his son utilizing the office to get money. And when Joe is gone, that investigation's gone. It just is. Mm-hmm. It won't. Not, it'll be forgotten about. Joe Biden leaves. Hunter Biden is forgotten about. He is. And that just, we wiped the slate clean from our Democratic Party. If you don't believe me, watch it happen. Mm-hmm. It will happen. And media will help it happen. Kathy says, Bill is a jerk. I can hardly stand to hear him speak. Yes, I agree with you, Kathy. Not a big fan of his. I said he's talented. He doesn't care if people likes him or not. Um, but at least he's already saying things that you and I believe and many people who watch and listen to the show believe when it mm-hmm. comes to Joe Biden, right? Very true. No, I very, very true. I get the people on our chat line are calling him a wiener and all this kind of stuff. And he's a jerk and all that. I agree. He's insufferable and he makes my stomach hurt. You know, when he even made a joke, I did not find it at all. It grabbed my stomach when he made a joke. And I know he was being sarcastic about when he pulled out of Afghanistan. But that's that that to me showed his inner being that you can joke about that. And I guess it's because, you know, I love Mark Schmidt so much and and knowing that he's one of the Freedom 13, but that just shows you Democrats. They can get by with the nastiest things. And I'm glad you played that because it shows even the nastiest guy, Bill Maher, he's nasty. He just is, is saying what you've been saying all along that they need to get Joe Biden out of there because Trump will kick his butt. He kicked his butt the last time, but they're going to have to cheat even worse again this time. And they're getting scared. They don't know if they can cheat as much this time because we're onto them. We're going to have poll workers. There, there's going to be more cameras. And, and we know talk to did. a doctor we, about my general health ever again. Well, I need to talk to my doctor about my general health, too, just because my <laughs> that blood was Dana White. <laughs> is so big when I hear anybody talk or even defending Joe Biden in any way. Yeah, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. it. It's true. It's what happens. And, yep, it is. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, this is Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. I'm Vic Faust. That's Lizzie Sparks, pro Joe in the house as well. Hey, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to our our show sponsor, Complete Auto Body Repair. Once again, Complete Auto Body Repair. Curtis Banks and crew taking care of your car A to Z, everything you need. Seven locations throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. You can find them at completeab.com. Once again, that's completeab.com. Several of our listeners and viewers throughout the area take their vehicles to Complete Auto Body Repair. They also have a towing, uh, several towing companies as well. Um, Everything from A to Z, if you have a question regarding the vehicle, anything, give them a call. Let them know that you hear them on canceltheshow.com. They'll take care of you. They'll find whatever it is you need to do. They'll, they'll advise you, and there's no pressure for anything. If somebody else can do something better, they'll tell you. We had a customer tell us that as well. They're also looking for technicians, for people to work throughout their company. Not only technicians throughout seven climate-controlled facilities, 
and they pay as good as anybody, if not better. They also are looking for suits, people to sell, you name it. They've got a job. Um, last check, they had over 60 current jobs. You go to completeab.com, look up Sandy Travis, tell them you heard about him at complete ab.com and that you heard them on cancel the show.com of course experience realty partners kathy hilbig strick steve strick if you have any sort of questions when it comes to realty buying selling just looking studying want to learn more they're going to answer your questions there's no pressure there as well 314-276-SOLD 314-276-SOLD kathy and her team will advise you they'll help you once again no pressure let them know you hear them on Wednesdays at canceltheshow.com. They love to know that because they come in and spend time with us. Of course, Strategic Air Services, uh, .net, strategicairservices.net. Uh, if you're looking to get away on a trip, if you want to do something, maybe if it's, if it's a day trip, give them a call. Figure out what can happen. It may be better to fly private than it is to go commercial, uh, especially last second. You just never know if you have a group of people. I was here Saturday morning getting a workout in, doing some work. And a crew came in, mm -hmm. four or five guys. They were flying to uh, Tennessee, Nashville, nice to watch the Vanderbilt-Missouri game. Nice. So they came in, they're like, yeah, it just made sense yeah. <clears throat> to give complete uh, auto, or excuse me, to give strategic air services. Yeah, that's the way to call. And mm -hmm. so they did a day trip and it worked out well and they loved it. Those are the kind of things that can happen. Uh, you never know till you call Mm -hmm. So you email, you find out what kind of pricing would be, how long it would take, how many people in your group. And you never know, you just may find something that works pretty damn well for you. And also Vehicle Protection Group. If you're looking for a car warranty, check out Vehicle Protection Group, Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Once again, Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Uh, also, check out our merchandise when you get a chance, canceltheshow.com. We've got a lot of really cool hats and shirts and cups and coolies and you name it. Uh, we have local delivery as well, canceltheshow.com. Uh, just click the merch button. You can check out all of the merchandise that we have. Um, lots of things for you to choose from. And of course, if you have ideas for products to show, um, we can do that as well for you. Um, you just click on the merch button. And of course, uh, you can check out all of the things that we have on our merchandise there. Uh, this is Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house. Um, this is the fastest two hours in talk in podcast it is. We've already got almost an hour and 10 minutes. That's how fast it goes. It <laughs> and, and, and we appreciate you guys being a part of our live show because when you guys make it and the show is about you. It is also interesting because we were just talking about Bill Maher. Some mm -hmm. people love him. Some people hate him. But here's what also you have to keep in mind when it comes to Bill Maher. Um, he has also been very, very, very critical of the government. Yes, their overreach, mm -hmm. they're stopping or blocking First Amendment speech during the pandemic and bringing up a lawsuit. He also brought this up the other day, and Breitbart, Breitbart, Breitbart reported on this. Um, it was the lawsuit that started with Eric Schmidt mm -hmm. versus the Biden administration, big tech. And Bill Maher focused on this, which I found interesting, like him, hate him, whatever, there are Democrats, and I know somebody, one of my friends, who's a Republican, who, quote, loves Bill Maher. Sorry, it, it, it's a fact. I know you're being funny asking, but it's what is real. He brought up on his show Friday that it's very clear that Missouri versus Biden is big tech colluding with the government, with the Biden administration to suppress free speech on the coronavirus, 
And that's what's dangerous. Bill Maher was talking about this on Friday as well. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, that issue censoring speech that is dangerous because there was just a case, Missouri versus Biden, and this was about COVID misinformation. But a lot of the misinformation, it turns out, was coming from the government and big tech. Yes. Not individual citizens like you, mm-hmm. me, Lizzie, Projo, and all of our listeners. It was coming from big tech. That's right. National media will not cover it. Local media will not cover it. We will at Cancel This and other organizations that do things like we do. They'll get it out there. He said that was big news because of that, because the government doing that. And it's very interesting. He also goes on to say there were esteemed doctors. He's like, and then they had a letter, I think, that was signed by 16,000 doctors and researchers who said, we are dissenting from what we think is the right way to handle this pandemic. Mm -hmm. With the masking to the degree it was done, school closing, shutdowns, natural immunity versus vaccination, none of it was crazy stuff. And you are not allowed. That's what's dangerous. I think from the Democrats is that a lot of them believe that social media's job is to suppress. Once again, he says that he thinks that Democrats feel that social media is supposed to suppress free speech. And these were the people who used to be so skeptical of corporate America and the pharmaceutical industry. And now they want the government just to shut anybody down who doesn't agree with them. So thank you to Bill Maher for bringing up that lawsuit, which is currently going on. We had Andrew Bailey on, Missouri's Attorney General, to talk about this. They had a victory in this case not too long ago. I think it was last month. And of course, he thinks it's going to be appealed all the way to the Supreme Court. It started under U.S. Senator from Missouri, Eric Schmidt, and his office and the great work that they did. It has been continued by uh, Andrew Bailey. This has not stopped. It's still going on. And credit to Bill Maher for bringing that to the table. You may not like Bill for some of the other things he's saying, but at least all of you know, and we've talked so much about the pandemic on this show, what the freak has happened. And many of you still complain that on some of these platforms, you still get, I guess, so to speak, uh, banned, or you get put in the corner, or you get Mm -hmm. put on timeout. Or shadow fanned, as as yes. we as we say. Yes, it's still happening. But the only way that stuff stops is by continuing to bring it full circle, mm-hmm. by continuing to talk about it, and that's what Bill Maher did on his show on Friday as well, which is just fascinating. Um, it's interesting, Lizzie. You say no one is mad as me as masking our kids and no quote jab for our fam, but Trump is still the best choice. And the reason I say that there was a lot of people on the chat line that that's the only reason they're mad at him is that he gave too much, you know, leeway to Fauci. And I agree. And no one, I don't know anyone that was as mad as me, although probably equally as mad as we got plenty of people on here, but I still forgive Trump for that because it was a pandemic that people didn't understand what was happening. I saw it clearly only because we were in China a couple times. We saw what the government was doing to their kids over there. We saw it because we adopted our kids over there. So we saw it. Trump and people over here who maybe didn't make their life's mission, little kids and adoption and and how the Chinese government is treating their kids. And I knew that they was so bad. That's why we went to China and adopted two of our girls. That being said, there is literally no one else that can do the job of Trump. 
That's why I was saying that. I know it's out of context what you were saying, but that's why I said that on that was answering people and, on the chat line. It's the truth. It just is the plain damn truth. And I have said for the last month and a half, I don't feel we're going to be dealing with another massive COVID situation. And I didn't think, and I said, I didn't think we were going to be forced into masking or, or shots. You may have had a different opinion. I, but- I do. I think they're going to do it again. That's why they're pushing it. But I agree with you on the fact, though, Vic, that so many more people woke up and they're not going to do it again. They're going to try to do it again. But in especially- I see encouragement for it, but not hardcore encouragement. Well, I hope, I hope not. I hope you're right on that. I think they saw it worked, so they're going to do it again. And they don't have to push as hard for some people. You know, I was in Walmart over the weekend and I tried to avoid it. And yet I saw, you know, quite a few maskers in a very red area that was by choice putting it on. So if you make some sort of a- But does that anger you? I don't care. Okay. I, I don't. I really don't care. I. It makes me sad. I'm going to be honest. It makes me sad because prior to this pandemic, no one was wearing them except for maybe at the hospital or somebody very elderly. Now, and who I'm seeing doing it, occasionally elderly, but it's Gen Z's. That's who's doing it. And that's why it makes me sad because seeing a beautiful human that God created putting a mask on for absolutely no reason. They're not sick, they're, but they're just conditioned. And, and so I do see it. And every time I see it, I'm not angry with them. My heart actually even goes out to them. I, I, it hurts. I look at them and go, gosh, that's really sad. Because I saw quite a few this weekend with them on in Walmart. Well, I didn't see them in a football game or And anything. I'm not trying to get into any sort of a religious talk this morning. I'm not going to. But the uh, the priest at the mass that I was at yesterday was wearing one. So he came into the church wearing an N95 mask. Mm-hmm. When he started to talk in and... Um, he took it off and mm-hmm. said, listen, I wasn't here last week because I had COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was wearing that to think that he was protecting other people. Well, he should have just stayed home. It, that That's my thing. If you have to wear that and you it, come to church, I had a pastor. You're already, you're already going exactly where I was going. Okay. With we'll that. finish up then. Yeah. No, it's like, and here's the thing. The heart is in the right place. Many of them, their heart is in the right place. But this is how the education yes. has been yes. taught. To, well, yes. well, if you think you have an issue. Why are and, you here? Unless they don't have anybody else that can do it. But if you really believe that you couldn't, that means that you 100% think that the mask is effective. Correct. Correct. And that's the, the but true you've never, travesty of yes. it. Yes. And I didn't care that he's wearing it. I thought he was doing it to protect himself from others because there's a lot of people who think that they're protecting themselves. Correct. And it makes them feel good, even though it there's does. no scientific evidence. to. And you're fine. And I have no problem if I see a thousand people wearing a mask and I'm the only one. I it does. It does make me sad. I, and, and I think I heard it. The church that and many of you guys know, I'm Lutheran and the Missouri Synod Lutheran, they were not hardcore maskers. However, the church that I go to is older and more hymnally. And there was definitely a lot more and maskers, more what? hymnals, hymn, like playing hymnals. A lot of Lutheran churches now play like like contemporary Christian oh, you music. Mean, oh, you're talking about music. You said yeah. more hymnals. Hym- hymnally. I'm I sorry. thought you were talking about people. No, but but, but you, uh, my church plays hymnals. So you have, it attracts a lot of older people. So you saw more masks there and they kind of encouraged you to sit a row apart. But then closer to my home is a more 
I would say a new play contemporary music or whatever. And the, I love the pastor so much. He literally said, you have to have faith in God and you may get sick. But if you feel that you're that sick, we will now start putting this online. You need to stay home because he goes, I can't stand up here on the pulpit and look at a bunch of people that have zero faith in humanity and you put a mask on. If you have to put a mask on in our church, you need to stay home. And that's my mindset too. If you're that sick, stay home or don't. I mean, I'm not afraid if you walk around and you had COVID. I'm really not. But it's like, it's, and it goes to the point of what you were saying. It's such a conditioning of people that I'm virtuous. I had a cold. Maybe. Well, maybe. I mean, but we have to, but we're assuming that they feel as if they're virtuous though, right? Why would else would you put it on? Because you feel as if it's helping you. Oh, okay. So then there's two choices. It feels like it's helping you, but if you are putting it on because you think you're helping other people from getting what you're, you just think you're virtuous. Most, well, most, most, uh, most people that I know are wearing it because it protects them. Or you feel like it's just expected of you. Yeah, uh, that that's good. But I don't think people think it's expected of you anymore. I get why people wore it before. I knew great people that didn't even believe any of it. They just didn't want an argument when they went out to the store. So they just put it on because, like to your point, Joe, is saying that it was expected of them. Today, it's not expected of you anymore, unless it's the circles that you run in. But the circles that I run in, it is not expected of you to wear a mask at all. What about you, Joe? Is it in your circles? I haven't worn a mask since the last shutdown. Yeah. Most people I know have not. And like I said, I am not seeing, I, I see a few elderly people, like I'll go to a volleyball game and there'll be nobody with a mask on, but maybe, you know, the 90 year old grandma. I get that. I get that. It's the young people who are not sick at all that I'm, I, my heart hurts for them because you were made beautiful by God. Take it off and let people see your glorious face. <laughs> I understand why people wear them. I do. Not saying that I would or yeah. I agree, but I understand why they're wearing them. Yeah. Because they feel as if they help. Yes, I, I do. I, I Even though, once again, they may not have all the information, they feel as if it helps. And, and that's it would make me wonder, like, even the CDC, who is so woke left agreed that it didn't help you and they're still wearing it that's what's so strange to me because people don't get their news they get it from or there's right. too many people that were just right. listening to local headlines mm -hmm. and not really doing the deep dives not the people that are watching us or listening to us kathy says i don't personally care if someone has a mask on even if they're young maybe they're trying to protect a loved one i mean who cares i agree with kathy yeah, a it, lot of people feel it does, that way. It doesn't bug me. I don't care. Once again. I wish it didn't bug me. I wish I had more Kathy's point of view about that. And it doesn't bug me when they're older. It just bothers me when the younger. And somebody on the chat line said they saw a lot of black people with it. I, the black people that I know that wear it and they're lovely they're lovely they really believe and this is this to me is kind of understandable they they totally believe the government is going to kill them and I know we talked about this on the show before they wear it because they think that literally our government is out to kill them now it I don't believe that they think it works some might but the whole thing is just a sad debate that hasn't stopped that's no, the sad thing no it hasn't but I was just glad once again that we had a situation where people were talking about it like Bill Maher. Um, this is cancel this, cancel this show .com. Another big story going on right now. Um, 
And it's very interesting. It's regarding Donald Trump, his civil trial stemming from his dispute with New York's Attorney General Letitia James. That begins today. Trump's in uh, he, he's in court right now. He is literally in court where there is video. Um, it, it's interesting. <clears throat> Fox News has been covering it. Other people are covering it. It's just it, it's bizarre to see what's happening. Oh, shoot. Sorry, Joe. I kicked my camera. I don't even know if it am I still on camera. <laughs> You're good. Um, so the, the president is there today. He arrived in the Manhattan courthouse for the first day in his trial. This is on fraud charges. So um, y- you have to kind of stay with this because, I mean, his, ar- his attorneys are arguing today um, and, and on his. Now, he invoked his Fifth Amendment rights during the first deposition. That was back in August of over a year ago in 2022. Then he answered some questions in the deposition in 2023. Um, the, the judge in the case ruled last week that Trump and his company, quote, deceived banks, insurers, and others by massively overhauling his assets and exaggerating his net worth on paperwork. Now, I heard another attorney who said this is all just, once again, the, quote, no pun intended, trumped up charges because everybody's doing whatever they can to take any money away from Donald Trump that they can to not allow him to run. Because right now, he is the number one candidate to become president in 2024. It's not even close. There's no Democrat that can hang with him, and there's no Republican that hang with him. So we, we, we've done all these indictments. It's not working. Now we're going to go after him for his money. Well, his attorney, legal spokesperson, Alina Habba, said that the judge's ruling is, quote, fundamentally flawed at every single level and called the Trump Organization an American success story. So to give you a little backdrop on it, a New York appeals court narrowly or narrowed the state attorney general Letitia James civil lawsuit against Trump and his family in June, dismissing his daughter Ivanka. You may remember that, Mm -hmm. but they went all after Donald Trump. So that court case is beginning this morning. Donald Trump in court right now um, dealing with this attorney general. And once again, this is an attorney general who is hardcore left, extremely progressive left. And guess what? At the end of the day, if nothing happens to Trump, she goes away. It's just more of the same situation that we've seen with Donald Trump and nothing changes. They're literally trying to say that he deceived banks, insurers, and others by overhauling his assets and exaggerating his net worth. So they're trying to say, this attorney general's trying to say, they went after Trump to do this, saying that he inflated his net worth by billions of dollars and said that his children helped him do so. What's interesting, a New York appeals court rejected Trump's request to delay the civil trial. So that's why... This is all coming down right now. <laughs> um, there is, a, there is a, a team of people who are going after Donald Trump in a very hardcore way. Um, you're talking in excess of $250 million. And um, this attorney general um, is saying that, quote, here's the quote that she made today as the court began. For years, Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth to enrich himself and cheat the system. We won the foundation of our case last week and proved 
that his purported net worth has been long rooted in incredible fraud. In this country, there are consequences for this type of persistent fraud, and we look forward to demonstrating the full extent of his fraud and legality, illegality during the trial. No matter how rich and powerful you are, there are not two sets of laws for people in this country. The rule of law must apply equally to everyone, and it is my responsibility to make sure it does. It's interesting, this coming from an attorney general who has not gone after criminals. Uh-huh. At all in the same way that she says she's trying Correct. to go after Donald Trump. Isn't that the truth? And they don't really care. She began investigating him, by the way, in 2019, mm-hmm. right after she was elected. Of course she did. And then Donald Trump sued her. Mm-hmm. So then now she's coming after coming him. after him. Correct. It's a tit for tat thing. And no one cared whether he inflated anything prior to all of this it's just they don't want the dirt to come out they he knows where the bodies are buried and he's going to keep saying it and they keep muzzling him and muzzling him so he doesn't and and the only place that you can really find trump saying anything right now other than his interviews is to go to truth social and not everybody even has that but i cannot wait till he finally comes out where all the bodies buried because he's going to eventually He's already come out with a lot of it, but he has a lot more dirt on people. Well, they're trying to bring that all up now. That's Mm -hmm. another, it's a big story that's going on today that's going to continue to draw headlines. I don't know where this is going to go when it comes to, it's going to be a live trial. So you see, you literally see the president sitting there. It's, in my humble opinion, it's total bullshit that it's live. Mm -hmm. It's all for headlines. It's all to keep America guessing, looking, oh, there it is. Keep your mind off of massive issues that are going on, like the border, yet we're going to see video of Trump. Um, Attorney, or not Attorney General, but U.S. Senator um, um, Eric Schmidt from Missouri, as soon as 60 Minutes finished an interview last night with Merrick Garland, Mm Mm-hmm. He posted or he wrote, he's like, this is a sad state of affairs regarding what's happening in our country with Merrick Garland acting like he said that uh, Schmidt says that there's been irreparable. I mean, there's been let me get the I'm going to pull this back up really quick, Lizzie, um, when it comes to Eric Schmidt, because Schmidt came out very hard. 60 Minutes did an interview and it was a softball mm-hmm. interview. I mean, it was bad yeah, how softball it was. Is bad about being softball. Uh, especially with Merrick Garland. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. Yeah. I mean, it was softball question after softball question and they act like, oh, we're doing this hardcore interview and, and it was nothing of a hardcore interview whatsoever. Um, Eric Schmidt said, quote, the fluff piece 60 minutes just ran on Merrick Garland was beyond embarrassing. Mm-hmm. He's done ear. He's done immeasurable damage to our republic. So that happened. Merrick Garland literally spoke as if, "Well, we're being fair to everybody. We're, we don't talk to the Biden administration. We don't talk to Hunter Biden or representatives. We don't talk to Joe Biden. None of it. Trying to say that all of this is well. It just we're being fair." We're being fair. We're, it's like we're not trying to treat the Bidens differently because if you have looked, the DOJ has not done anything regarding Joe Biden, mm-hmm. Hunter mm-hmm. Biden. They haven't jumped in with the border, and Eric Schmidt had had enough of it. Um, 
as he said, it, it's brutal to think what's going on. That's why you can't trust your national media, which is why we say it all the time. You and can. local media takes a lot of what the national scene is and tries to make something of it as well. Mm -hmm. Years and years ago, I remember my parents, especially my mom, she couldn't wait for 60 minutes to come on because it was just such good news. Now, looking back, I wasn't watching it. So has it always been this liberal? Because the 60 minutes I know has just always been like what you were saying, softball questions, leaning to the left, a whole lot of nonsense. Maybe it always has been that way. But when I grew up, my parents were, you know, right leaning and they thought it was a great show back in the day. Um, you've also got another situation that's going on right now too. And this is where I think it's very, you've got to be very careful. This is cancel this, cancel this show.com. Um, we have seen these situations and I don't know if this is going to resonate with people or not, but I saw it come out yesterday. Okay. There is a person who describes herself as meatball. Did you see this? She was charged because she videotaped a crime in progress. Mm -hmm. So she was live streaming it. Now, so she was charged. She live streamed Philadelphia lootings to her 181,000 Instagram followers. Um, her name is Deja Blackwell. She's 21 years old. So she's live streaming these crimes happening. Mm -hmm. um, now, her lawyer says that it's racist criticism because she's black. But she showed last week the the mob going through, and we talked about it, Lululemon and mm -hmm. Foot Locker and another place. So this is where we talk about in this day and age of social media, what you can show, technology, what's right, what's wrong. But she showed a mob of looters as they broke into a series of stores last week. So it was always also an Apple store. Mm -hmm. So what happens is she gets charged um, for videotaping it. She was charged with six felonies, not misdemeanors, Good. felonies. And she was arraigned at the end of last week. Now her bail was $25,000. So six businesses um, got crushed by, and, and if you look at the video, it was mostly just younger African-American people mm -hmm. acting like thugs, tearing mm -hmm. up entitlement, mm -hmm. USA, we're going to get what we want because we should. And we've been told our whole life we deserve this and we deserve mm -hmm. that. Um, so she's charged with 60 felonies. Now, more than 50 arrests were made, including a burglary suspect. But her attorney thinks that the only reason that they filed charges against her is because she's black. Well, she, I mean, a lot of our people on our chat line are saying this as well. She was doing more than videotaping it. She was inciting, inciting it. And she... And of course, the only thing that they have for her defense at all is to say the, that she is being, you know, discriminated against and people are being bigots. And it's because she's black. That's um, the only thing they have. Is her attorney the says part. the rightful story should be the one of Deja doing nothing more than capturing the raw reality of public outrage when she streamed the oh, events stop. that occurred the night of September 26th. Mm -hmm. Yet the media seems to have forgotten the underlying catalyst for her actions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of course, this is where they, oh, well, we're every, it's, you can go do what you want if you're upset. Yes. If you're upset. Well, there's a certain, this is the, entitle, this is the entitlement that BLM yes. brings with it. Mm -hmm. It was the dismissal of all charges against police officer, Mark Dial, mm -hmm. who callously murdered Eddie Ariziria. Then the Philadelphia police department, with lies and deceit, attempted to cover up the heinous act. So 
they said <clears throat> that all she was doing was showing people's outrage. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It's illegal to live stream. I had no idea. That's why they charged her with six felonies mm -hmm. for being a part of it. Is it illegal to live stream just in that state or I don't know. Every state? That's a great it's a great question that we'll get to the bottom of. Yeah. And but she was arrested for encouraging the incident. Correct. The encouraging is I, I didn't think it was, you know, not illegal just for in showing all states it. that a lot of people I mean you'd be arrested. She was a lot following with the group. Yes. Yes. And, and that's instigating. where and that's where you have the problem. That's where you have the issue. Yes, yes. If you live stream something and you're just showing it and you can't help anyway and the police are already there, you're not really causing a problem. Now you are, if you're live streaming and not picking up the phone and calling 911 if somebody's getting, you know, unalived, that's a different story. But to live stream is totally different than instigate, instigating while you're live streaming. Uh, Aaron says black privilege equals the ability to get away with crime simply because you're black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn Thompson said, come on guys, come on, man. They need iPhones and Lululemon. People got to eat. Right. Right. Come on, Vic. Uh, Jeannie says they all do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, this uh, Jill, what a great point. Um, Dave Dorn's, uh, final dying moments were live streamed yes. in St. Louis city. They sure were during the riots. Uh, I think that was back in 2021. The summer yeah. And that was so hard to watch. So hard to watch. Did you see it, Vic? Uh, I saw it one time, and then I just turned away. We 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 didn't show it on the news, mm -hmm. um, but we had the video. The only reason why, I mean, we Ann Dorn has has said what she thought about that, you know. And I know if you have a loved one that somebody's videotaping that, I gosh, the only reason that that would even be good to see it is to show the heartless nature of many people these days that would do what they did over a TV. Yeah. That's that, that, that could be a teachable moment. Possibly the average child is not going to do that, but literally it was over a TV and people are getting shot for the same. They're did getting, you know this? What? Glenn says there's actually a term for going and tearing up businesses, which, by the way, is killing a lot of cities. Yes, it is. And I'm sorry, it's all blue cities. If you disagree, you can come on and let's talk and have a good conversation about it, backed by fact. But right now, you know that you don't have any arguments. It's the blue cities. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it's the African-Americans in those cities tearing yeah. shit up. Yeah. Um, acting like thugs, hooligans. We deserve this. We deserve that. We mm -hmm. see it all the time. Yep. Um, and it's sad because there's a better life for people when you work hard, when you keep your faith and you don't buy into this, take the shortcut. Route. Yes. Yes. And there are terms the ter for this. Yeah, re well, Glenn says the term is retail reparations. That, and I've heard that term. We're going to get ours. Yes, we're going to get ours. And, and there's some people in those communities that literally teach their Jason kids says it's that they're deserving of it. It is well. That's all it is: is lawlessness and wrecking of whole communities. But there, it is being taught in some of the black communities. And it's not that, everybody it is in those communities. No, I just said some because I yeah. think most people don't believe that. Most don't. But you can, if you look at, is if you ever have gotten on Vic. I don't know if you've ever done this or not. But if you've gotten on news feeds in big cities that are basically just a live feeder during these things, you can hear the difference between other types of news because they are egging them on. 
They think they deserve it. Jay says, nothing says screw the man more than looting your neighborhood businesses. Yeah, now that, isn't that the dumbest thing you've ever heard? I live here and I'm going to shit where I live. It's yeah. literally what they're doing. <laughs> or, or where you eat. Right? Um, well, no, they're literally, I mean, they're literally wrecking these towns and they live there. I mean, do they not understand that? Uh, yeah, Pam says... <laughs> They are reselling all of the items that yes. they steal. Uh-huh. They are. So why aren't they checking the crimes there online? They can check everything they can. else. They can. And they're absolutely right. I mean, we I've only had one thing stolen from the current house that I live in, and it was this piece of Christmas a Christmas thing. But we have cameras, so we turned it over to the police, and they can track it, but but it's will they track it? And nobody wanted my stupid little Christmas decoration. However, it was a string of people coming out from the city, coming out to the suburbs, stealing their stuff, and then they sell them right out of their trunk. Yeah, it they, happens. Right out of their trunk, and it's right the on black social market, media. So to speak. Yeah. Uh, Glenn says, Why did the grocery stores close in downtown St. Louis? Because of the crime. Then you have the mayor in St. Louis, Tashara Jones, saying, well, we don't have grocery stores. That's the first thing that we need, oh, more so yeah. than worrying about police officers or. Or, or crime, it's like, wait a second. You had grocery stores, Tashara. You have to take things like crime away first. Mm -hmm. You really do. And it's sad because yeah. I, I agree that, that you need grocery stores. You, you got to have But it. if you have the crime that eliminates the businesses from being there. Correct. And you won't do anything about it. Right. Then why do you think there aren't grocery stores? Right. Is it going to be, well, you can pay if you want to pay? Mm -hmm. Who's going to pay for that? Yeah. Your taxpayers? Mm -hmm. Come on. You already know this, Tashara. She does know it. Um, oh, my God. Pam says, my son busted a huge group in Michigan. Why is this not happening somewhere else? I'm not exactly sure what she means. Well, like that. the crime. Like like her son, I'm assuming, is a police. I'm pretty sure her son's a police officer. And this should be. They can track... Who's stealing what? That's like just our little camera, like our little camera helped them find who was doing this. And they did. They did bust that person here in the St. Louis metropolitan area. And here's what I was saying. Aaron says, no, not everyone in the community does. No, And most they're don't. not all communities. I mean, there's different people within different communities. Correct. Correct. Go back and watch the little old black lady crying for people Poor to stop lady. during the 2020 riots. I know yes. exactly what he's talking about. As yes. they burn the Walgreens. So where sad. She, where she would get her meds. But this is the mob mentality. This is how America is changing because people are told, you deserve this, you deserve that. It's the marketing aspect that hits our community. Then when you have parents who don't want to deal with their kids and raise them the right way and put mm -hmm. the time in, they, if you're a parent and you don't teach your kids hardcore, you don't love them. That's you just correct. don't. And you may say, oh, well, how dare you say that? No, you don't. If you're in the inner city or if you're in a suburb and you're not teaching your kids values, if you're not teaching them integrity, mm -hmm. if you're... and and that's doing the right thing when people aren't watching. That's one of the biggest things you can do. When you know there's nothing that can be gained, what is the, the what is the proper thing to do? What is good for me? What is good for somebody else? What is the right and the wrong thing in these situations? Thinking about other people before yourself. Gee, what a novel concept. It's how I was raised. 
And it's not as if I was perfect. I've made tons of mistakes in my life. But you know what you do? You try to think of the other person and the situation. It's a problem with our culture. It has been going on for some time. It's a lack of having faith. It's doing whatever makes me feel good at the moment and not trying to make things right. These, and they're like, yeah. And then it gets into the selfishness and the entitlement. Entitlement, selfishness. I deserve this. I deserve that. I'm not getting mine, so I'm going to do what I need to do to get mine. And I and I have a right now because I have people saying, you know what? I'm not being condemned for my behavior. Mm-hmm. I'm being told I deserve this. This is yeah. my reparations. I deserve this. I deserve that. And then you have people who are telling these kids and people that what they're doing is is not wrong. Proceed. Move along. Continue on. Those are the people who are the real dirt bags. Mm-hmm. And there is, there's dirt bags everywhere. And just in, just in the last couple years, you have to have more police presence to deter problems everywhere. Well, and here's, and I'm going to read this, <clears throat> that um, Joanna, who's on the chat line, she was saying, this will just show how angry and entitled people are. She said, speaking of lawlessness, I have to tell you all a story. My daughter was in the parking lot at work, saw a spot open and took it. Apparently a woman was also waiting for it and got very angry. Over an hour passed and the woman came into the store and told my daughter she had been looking for her, which meant over an hour searching the mall and she threw a glass of water in her face and then left the store and her daughter is 20 years old but but looks like she's 16 and barely five foot tall and has long blonde hair is hard of hearing and was assaulted by a 40 year old black woman and the only reason why I'm talking about the color of it all that is the entitlement that people have white black green whatever people are so angry and somebody just takes their parking spot they will hurt a little kid I mean, that is the society that we live in today. It hey, is so freaking Don't sad. F around with parking spots. Well, isn't that the truth? People get so <laughs> angry about a parking spot. Okay, so walk walk a little bit, people. But I'm sure the 16-year-old girl just parked in her spot, went inside, and a grown-ass adult threw water in her face. But that goes again to your point. There, No, that that's animal mentality. Yes, it that's is thug animal. mentality. It is thug mentality. Or thugette mentality. Yes, it is. Since it was a female. Yes, Yes, and it needs to be called out. Mm-hmm. And, and you've got and you've got all these wannabes thinking they're tough and oh we're bad and we're going to own and we're going to do this and do mm-hmm. that because the law doesn't apply to us. You can't walk up to somebody and throw a glass of water in their face. No, or but I, as a matter of fact, I she think should have that, assault charges. Might be. Yeah, I wonder where it was in the mall. There's probably video of that. Yes, there I, is. I don't know Joanna, you should go to the mall, ask for security, and get the camera. And literally, what this- mall was this at? I would love to know. Yeah, tell us what mall, Joanna, and also let us. Is know. Is this in the St. Louis area? I don't know. Um, but that's what happens is a lot of people do not report these things and then do not pursue them. So then they get by with it. Glenn says, "If you're black, you can." Well, that, that and Jeannie says, yes, that is absolutely called assault yes. when it comes to legal proceedings. If somebody comes up and throws a glass of water into your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul says this kind of behavior has been uh, ingrained over generations falsely. And um, Derek's like, listen, people, I deserve reparations. I'm Irish. I deserve reparations. The Irish were slaves 
at one point, get me some, let me get some of mine. Mm -hmm. So if you're African American and you say that you deserve reparations, what about the Irish? They deserve reparations too, according to Derek. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and it all started with the conversation, of course, with Meatball getting charged with six felonies for slash videotaping and being accused of encouraging the crimes that happened in Philadelphia. And the only way you're going to stop it is by locking people up, giving kids or younger people sentences that affects their lives so that they learn because you're not going to learn unless there's a deterrent. If there's a deterrent, you learn. Mm -hmm. If you're told you can do that and put on a pedestal, it will prompt more of that to happen. We going to get ours. I going to get mine. Those sorts of things, that sort of mentality, uh, which is street mentality. Is and unfortunately, mentality. I've talked to people who make excuses for it. Mm-hmm. And e- they'll sound as if like, well, we don't condone it, but you can understand what really? No, no, no I, don't I can't. Understand it. There is no excuse for it mm-hmm. ever, 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 ever. And there's no excuse, even if somebody is 16 they're not they don't understand some things that a 40 year old woman does a 40 year old woman should be more protective of the 16 year old but that's the problem these days adults don't care that there's kids that haven't learned yet and they just you know what you got my parking spot so you're gonna get water in your face and hope you like it what would you do what would you do or what what kind of advice would you give to a kid uh that's 20 and you're at the mall and somebody comes up and throws a glass of water in your face. The first thing you do is you call the police. Should Don't. you follow them with your phone and videotape them? I would tell them first to call the police before anything. If you follow them. Yeah, but if you call police, how are you going to be able to find who did it to you? You know what? I don't know that I would tell my kid. I probably would follow the Well, I know I would. I would follow the person with the phone. But I'm not sure I would want my 16 or 20-year-old to do that. Because what if they turned around? That kind of person might even pull a gun on you and shoot you in the face. I mean, so I mean, maybe not in a mall setting. Oh, come on. No. Yeah. Oh, not if you're videotaping, right? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, the malls, there's a couple malls that used to be really nice around here. And one of them's West County Mall that she's saying, and it's still nice. But the Galleria is always full of thugs now. And I think, and there's, there's a shooting there a month at Uh, least. Yeah. Paul says Native Americans. Well, guess what? They also owned a lot of slaves. People don't realize that. So who's going to pay those reparations for the American Indians? Mm-hmm. When you want to really have these conversations, we will. Aaron says, Vic, that's my fear that what would you do question? I'm afraid what I would do is what Aaron said. And I can understand what he's saying. As a, as a parent, I, well, I know for sure, if a parent did that to my kid in front of my face, that person wouldn't be standing. However, if you're a kid, though, I don't know if, what you should do about that. You don't have the same wherewithal. So, you you going to throw down? If somebody hurts my kid, game yeah. over. And I'm not a violent person at all. I've never hit anyone, but I've no, never seen. No, not at all. I've never hit anyone, ever. But I don't know that I could just stand there and watch somebody hurt my kid. No one has ever done that to my kid. So I don't know what I would do. And after the fact, like Joanna wasn't there. So you can say what you do, but I don't know. There's so many people that will put up with things with themselves, but you hurt my kid. It's game, it's game over. Uh, Greg says, I got called a racist. Because I asked a fast food drive through because I asked if there was anyone that can read my receipt. 
they gave me my order wrong twice. Mm. I, I don't know if I understand that. I got called a racist because I asked a fast food drive through because I asked if there was anyone that can read my receipt. They gave me my order wrong twice. And so she just said, hey, is there anybody in there that could read my receipt? And if they were black in there, I'm not saying all black people would do that at all, but they must have said, so you're saying that about me because I'm black? That's what they would probably say. And Glenn say. says, look it up. 17% of slave owners in the United States were black people. Of course. Of course. Well, you know, and, and to the point you were talking about shooting people, my aunt owned a jewelry store and and um, they she was there was somebody in her store that had been shot, but they had killed seven people prior to coming into your store. So when somebody comes up and throws water in your face or whatever it is, you don't know what they had just done to seven people prior. And when we had Lori Correct. Johnson on here as well, that she was involved in a mass shooting and she didn't die. But there was like three people prior to her that they killed. You just don't know. I mean, these days you have to even be careful with road rage. Like in the old days, you could just flip somebody off if you wanted to. Now, if you flip somebody off, you might be shot at. That's happening every day. Well, you shouldn't flip anybody off. Well, some people do. I I know. I'm not saying I've done it, (laughs) but there might be somebody that lives in my house that might have done it. Don't do whatever you can do. Don't road rage. I don't even care because you know what? They can't hear you anyway. So if they cut you off, what are you going to go? Oh, you big stupid jerk and flip them off. I don't know. I just keep driving and I kind of laugh about it. I don't know. I I believe in a horn. I wake up in the morning, I get in my car, I roll my window down a little bit, and I put my finger out the window the whole way here. <laughs> You're just a flipping them off all yeah. the way here. Yep. This yep. is this is Joe's world. This is, when Everybody we just live in it. Is living in it. So if yep. you see Joe and you get in his way, you are going to get flipped off. If you see somebody just driving around with their middle finger out the window, <laughs> it's probably me. Jeannie says all malls turn ghetto sooner oh, or later. Gosh, it's so true. Like even in St. Peter's, it was like the good mall, the good clean mall. They St. Peter's police has the number one calls at that mall. I mean, of, of anywhere else in the entire town because they people come from other places and they steal and they just run away and not much happens to them. They might get booked for a second and they get out and then they never pay their fine and nothing ever happens to them. It's ridiculous. Vic? I'm still trying to get over what I would do or have a kid if you're just there and you have somebody find you and they throw a a cup of water in your face. Okay, like today, say you now is a grown-ass man. Somebody grown-ass You're a grown-ass man and you took somebody's spot and an hour later somebody came and threw water in your face. Now as a grown-ass man- I'd apologize immediately. See, you would. would, He'd be like, this would be Vic. I'm so sorry. I do. I'm so sorry. Diffuse it. Well, but you'd be like, it's okay that you threw water in my face. Now, if somebody continues to do something to me for a month- that's a different story. It, then I'm, I'm going to, I'm human. I'll, I mean, eventually I may lose it, but I'm always trying to make things right. Everybody, most people do. Most people try to make things right. Correct. Except for, you don't know, like if somebody throws water in your face, there might be instant anger there. Oh, without I'm, saying anything? Yeah. What would you do? Like if they did it, would you just go, oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't took know. Your parking spot. No, I would figure it out really fast. You would get I, mad. No, I'd probably go to my phone. You pro- Oh, and like video? Yeah. Them? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably smart because, I mean, I think it's a good thing to do to try to apologize to somebody if you hurt their feelings or whatever, if there's somebody you know. But if it's somebody you don't even know that comes up and does that to you, you don't owe them an apology. You took their parking spot. Grow up, you old lady. Yeah, it's a shock at first. Jeannie's right. That's what happens. And you got to win. Yeah. And then you don't know. That's what I'm saying. When somebody throws it in your face, I can't. I don't know what you do. I can't get the vision of Joe in his car just... <laughs> Driving on this highway. Yeah, he's got one hand up. I wish we had a camera on you. But do your arm. Do your arm moving. He's driving. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Oh. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Mm. Oh, my God. That's funny. (laughs) Um, Tracy says, hey, Lizzie, do you notice when you go to the girls out-of-state volleyball tournaments, the malls are always hopping. It makes zero sense to me. I don't even know what you... Well, I, I get what you're saying. You can go to other places outside of maybe a metropolis area like St. Louis or whatever, and the malls are still kicking it in some areas. And that just alludes to the fact that there's prosecution in those areas. In our areas, there's nobody gets prosecuted for anything. Even in St. Charles County, they will prosecute them to the letter of the law, but we need to change that law. It's not hard enough. So it's, there's not big consequences for stealing a couple thousand dollars worth of merchandise. So they keep doing it. Where other areas, Well, we've seen it nationally. That's true. That, that is true. And so there's some areas, the malls, she's, Tracy's right, the malls are still thriving. And my guess would be there's prosecution, hard co- prosecution. Aaron says areas. not since 2020. He says um, the harassing, rudeness, and general disdain our fellow citizens have proven to have to one another. I'm like an exposed nerve just waiting for an excuse to get some. I think a lot of people have turned into Aaron, and this is not me dissing him at all. <laughs> I have seen the nicest people be so pleasant, and then after being locked down, stuff happened to our kids, our jobs are at stake, people are meaner, and I, and you can find proof if you dig it all, and we're going to have to do a show about this. It is a purposely planned psychosis. People send this information to me all the time, and I read it. They planned for us to have this weird psychosis. You cannot, masking or not, we already talked about it, but you can't take a human being, put a mask on their face, make them stay in the house, take away their money, take away their freedom, and people come out like Mary Poppins. Well, that's not happening now. But people are still, Aaron's right, people are still angry. That hasn't stopped. You can't, I mean, you can't dispute that people aren't more angry now than they were I don't think it has to do because they were mad. Well, people are more angry in general just because of life. Okay, but why? Because we why morality. Oh, that yes, that yes, I would agree with that. Absolutely, and like Mary saying, maybe there that spike protein. I agree with that too. (laughs) We don't know what's in their arms. It's a whole plan. There's a lot of pressure out there. There is a lot of pressure out there. Um, But you know what? One thing here's the good news about the pressure out there. All of you smart people out here listening in podcast land, if you keep your head on a swivel and look and be aware of everything that's going on, people are so pushed down and depressed and sad. I told my kids during the pandemic, don't you be one of those. Keep doing what you are going to do. Don't be afraid. Go live your life and then give 10% more than the 100% you're already going to give. And you're going to be better than most people because so many people are downtrodden and sad and doing what the government tells them to do. Do what you want to do. Fight hard for what you want. And and so the families that have done that, their kids 
kids are still thriving. My kids are no, I mean, they were pissed about the masks and stuff, well, but on the other end of it, they're doing great. Well, but I have no you, problem with meatball uh, getting six felonies. I'm glad meatball got six I, felonies. I don't have any issue with it from, what, from looking at the video and, and what she was doing. I mean, there to me, that is encouraging. Mm-hmm. You're encouraging it. You're not, quote, documenting to show. I mean, and not once did she ever say, you should stop this. Right. No. She was a part of the team. She liked it. She was enjoying it. Um, and it's sad. And nobody who has any sort of godly relationship would go out and do that crap and feel good about it. That is correct. It, it's just not going to happen. That so. is correct. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, we had another fast, 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 fast podcast. That's what we try to do here. Uh, if you guys have story ideas, interviews, let us know. Um Jessica says meatball getting six felonies is funny, but it's a slippery slope because of J six. I agree. That's I one agree. meatball that's going to feed a lot of people in prison. Yeah. Uh, yes. Very true. Um, mm-hmm. And Glenn says she's raising a lot of money with her mugshot on yees or on oh, oh on her tees. <laughs> and Todd says the best way to end the show today is Lizzie's drop. If you could possibly do that a couple times really fast. Balls. For, what, balls. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. Todd wanted to hear it. Uh, this is cancel this cancel the show.com. If you have advertisers in mind, let us know. Um, check out our merchandise. You can purchase things there. It helps us as well. And um, whack yeah. off your penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mic drop, I'm guessing. <laughs> whack off your penis. Now you have a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you guys, don't anybody go out today and whack your penis off. off your penis. <laughs> now you have a vagina. <laughs> keep balls. your penises and your balls today, young men and women. You keep your vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for Monday. <laughs> Cancelthisshow.com. The Pro- word of today. Oh, my God. The word of today is keep your body parts, everyone. Keep your penis. Uh, keep your vagina. Okay. For Projo. And Lizzie Sparks. I'm Vic Faust. Thank you for coming in for another episode of CancelThisShow.com. It's October 2nd. We'll see you for tomorrow's show. Thanks again, and thanks for showing up. 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, and all the time on our website, CancelTheShow.com. Balls. Balls.